morning everyone how are we doing today it is saturday august 15th and a couple of quick things first and foremost remember in about a half hour uh, i am going to attempt to do a live stream where i have no seated questions so i'm just gonna turn it on we're gonna we're gonna see what kind of questions come in over these comments i haven't decided whether to do it from my phone or my computer the phone obviously is a better camera the computer gives me more real estate. So I don't know. We're going to give it a shot, see how it goes. The last six or seven weeks, we've done this a different way. I thought I would try it this way and, and see what happens. Next, uh, we're marching towards 9,000 subscribers. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you have yet to subscribe but you enjoy daily financial news, do me a favor, hit that little subscription button. That would be wonderful and much appreciated. Again, we do this every day, so you know, a quick, a quick subscription, thumbs up would be wonderful. And then finally, uh, it is Nipsey Hussle's birthday today. Uh, this young man would have been 35 today. The reason I bring it up is because Daily Financial News was sparked by a conversation or a recording I have heard from Gary V and Nipsey Hussle, where basically Gary V challenged Nipsey to release a new song or a new track every day for 365 years and uh, listening to that conversation uh, you could hear a young man who was really talented and an entrepreneur really thinking about it and I remember driving back after a trip to Fresno to look at real estate going you know what I want to do my own little version of that I have no singing talent dancing talent sports talent whatever but I'm already looking at the news so why don't we start a daily financial news episode and boom here we are I think we're more than a year into this thing now. So again, Nipsey, lost too soon. Uh, I thought you were a tremendous entrepreneur uh, and we're doing good things for the neighborhood. So at the end, uh, what's going on? August 15th, lots of different things. First and foremost, looks like uh, ByteDance or slash TikTok has given a little bit of a reprieve. If you remember the first executive order, it gave him 45 days to get a deal done or else. Uh, now, uh, just a new order was signed, 90 days, basically to sell or spin off U.S. TikTok. So the first order was more vague. Uh, this one has, A, given them more time and, uh, you know, allowed them to spin off a portion of their business. So uh, this, this probably is just a sign of what is going on with Microsoft and other suitors. Uh, it does look like, again, just reading that between the lines in this order. Uh, the real talk is about US TikTok as opposed to the entire thing, so we shall see. Uh, I just saw a note from the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, who I am a season ticket holder of. They're actually suggesting that in order to get fans back in the arena, we may be subject to a uh, COVID test before entering the arena. And I don't know about you, I guess it makes sense, but would you be up for that? And I can certainly see that doing that once for a game, but being a season ticket holder doing that 60-some-odd times, assuming we make the playoffs next year, that's going to get pretty annoying. So I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, very interesting times. I certainly hope live sports is back as opposed to this kind of unusual version we are dealing with today with no fans. New York City is opening up more and more. Uh, again, the city was really the heart of the issue many, many months ago. 
Looks like museums and aquariums are opening up. Just more of the city is opening up. I did find it odd that they're going to keep it at 25% of capacity. I don't know what it takes to run a museum, but can you be profitable at 25% or are you just losing money slower? I don't know. Are museums for profit? Maybe they're not non-profits. Maybe it's donations. I don't know. Uh, but bowling alleys, uh, they're going to be 50% of capacity. Kind of the same question, right? Can you, can you make money at 50% of capacity? I don't know. Uh, another sign that uh, cities don't understand um, citizens and, uh, and you know, employers. The city of Seattle has followed idiotic examples of New York and San Francisco in proposing a tax hike. This tax hike happens to be on businesses with more than, I think it was more than 100 employees in the city of Seattle, and says we are going to tax you up to 2.4% of yearly payroll in our cities. Guess who's a big employer in Seattle? Amazon. Guess what Amazon's doing? Amazon sent a note to their employees in Seattle and says, how would you like to move? Would you like to move somewhere else? Folks. If you run a city, or frankly a state, and you are looking at the quote-unquote rich or the ones that are already paying taxes as where you're going to make up your shortfall, you are being stupid. You're looking at an Excel spreadsheet. The Excel spreadsheet is going to lie to you. They are going to move, and you will be in worse shape. Stop it. Stop being stupid. That's just dumb. If you had a federal tax that everybody was subject to, then you're, you know, then you're even. But if you're Seattle and you raise tax on Seattle, they're going to go to Bellevue or they're going to go somewhere else. If you're in New York and you raise tax on billionaires, they're not coming home. If you're in California and you raise taxes on the millionaires who already pay 50% of the state tax, they're not going to stick around. Stop it. All right, that's enough of that. Another joy of living in California this uh, yesterday evening and starting this weekend is we are having rolling blackouts. Yes, it's August 15th and we finally are having a heat wave. Uh, it's been a relatively cool summer uh, by barrier standards. Uh, it looks like we're going to get into the high 90s, if not low hundreds by tomorrow. Uh, everybody's cranking those ACs that have them. And uh, we will be having rolling blackouts a la 2000. So Fun times to be in California. Uh, another thing to think about is, um, you know, we are we're going to be in for a noisy end of year. We have the election. Uh, we have, um, by some accounts, uh, this economy that is kind of having winners and losers. That K-shaped recovery we talk about again was brought up by a, a follower of this channel. Again, you got to remember the recession was like no other. It was sparked by the government. It was faster and more sudden than anything we've experienced. The um, intervention from the Fed and Treasury is like no other in size and speed. Uh, so we shouldn't expect the recovery to be normal, right? So uh, it is pretty interesting. To that end, a lot of people are talking about Q3 GDP already. Uh, I saw an estimate of 26.2%, which on a quarterly read is going to be a record, but let's let's have some real math. Uh, so here we go. So if you if you were down five percent in Q1, 
you were down 32.9% in Q2. And if you're up 26.2%, do you know where you are? So let's assume we're coming into the year with a basis of 100. This is how it works. Uh, you go down 5, so you're at 95. You go down 32.9%. I didn't write that number down. But then you go up 26.2. You're at a relative basis of 80.4. So you're still 20% below the peak of 2019. Some people are calling the end of a recession already. I suppose that's true when a, quarterly, when a quarter grows like that. But when you look at our GDP from 2019, it was $21.48 trillion. Trillion. A 19.6% <coughs> drop, <coughs> which is what we will be sitting at at the end of Q3, means our $21.48 trillion goes to Get this, $17.269 trillion, or a loss of $4.2 trillion. Does that feel like we're back? That's just how math works. These headlines coming out of Q3 are going to be something unbelievable. So, again, a 5% drop. 32.9, a rise of 26.2 gets you back to a relative basis of 80.4%. That is not something to write home about. Sorry. Uh, what else do we got? Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I guess the last thing I read this morning, there's a gentleman named Jim Paulson. He's the chief investment strategist at Lethal Group. Lethal Group? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he's actually calling for the recession to be over. Again, I don't really know. I mean, it's weird. I guess he's right, right? Two quarterly drops, negative five, negative, negative 33 roughly. Then we go up, so the recession is over. But when do we get back to 2019 peak? That's what I'm interested in, right? If we're sitting at, let's just round it to 81%. Um when do we get back to the 2019 peak? Because we're sitting at 4.2 trillion light. Do we get back there by the end of the year, right? Does Q4 become a monster? I don't think so, right? I think, yeah. I mean, it'd have to go up 25%. If Q4 goes up 25% of Q3, we will be at 100. That's, that's what it's going to take. Q, Q4 would have to go up 25% after Q3 going up 26.2, and then we'd be back to 100. So we shall see. At the end of the day, that's what I got for you today, August 15th. Um, we are going to do that live session at uh, 8 o'clock. I have no idea how, how it's going to go. It could be a total flop. It could be a lot of fun. Let's find out. All right, everybody, take care.